In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Christmas is all about a time for families to get together, but usually when we get together, it's kind of funny. Have some prime rib, sit around and talk, play some games. We can't wait to see our family, right? We love getting together with our family. All of the Christmas commercials with everybody driving in the snow to get to grandma and grandpa's house. But as it so often is before long, we're quite ready to get away from our family. Our few hours or few days with them is, is good, and we're ready to go back to our own personal spaces. They say that, right? Company is kind of like fish. Three days and it starts to kind of stink. We like our family close, but not too close. And here is where you will run face first into a problem with our God. God isn't going to accept our close but not too close policy. That's not the way he operates. Remember the Garden of Eden? God was close with Adam and Eve, and all was perfect. They didn't ever think, why doesn't God just leave us alone? They didn't ever think, isn't it about time that God just goes back into heaven? There was no too close for comfort. They were comforted by God's presence. But then Satan came too close. And after they sinned, they didn't want God close to them at all. In fact, when they heard him coming to see them, they were scared and they went to hide. And you remember God's question, right? Why are you hiding? Do you hear God's broken heart in these words? Why do his people hide from him? Why do we hide from him? It does break God's heart. It breaks his heart that sinners keep him at a distance. You stay over there, God, and I'm going to live my life over here the way I want to, and you just stay over there until I need you for something. You might remember the time when the Israelites had left Egypt and they had camped at Mount Sinai. God appeared with them at the mountain. And what did they say afterwards? They said to Moses, you go deal with God and then come and tell us what he said. We can't handle his presence. But God wants to be close to us but we want him close, but not too close. There has been a lot of study these days about the fact that young people are leaving the church quite rapidly, even in our own Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. So they've done a number of studies what these young people actually believe, and there are two sociologists, sociologists who've written a book about it, and they concluded that the dominant faith today 
was moralistic therapeutic deism. Now, that's a fancy word. Maybe you've heard about deism because many of our founding fathers in the United States were deists, like Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin. It was the cool thing to do in England for quite a while. A deist, or moralistic therapeutic deism, is one that believes in a God, but not the God of the Bible. They believe that there's a good there is a God in heaven that created everything, but that God doesn't interfere anymore in our natural world. He just lets things go on now. Now, that was found to be the dominant faith amongst many of our young people. Not that they said they were deists, but all of their beliefs were actually deism, whether they recognized it or not. They believe in a God, they believe some God exists, but That God never really interferes with anything. That God just wants people to be good and happy. This is the belief that actually comes quite naturally for all of us. Say, sure, I believe in God. But does that God do anything in particular in my life? Well, he wants me to be happy and to be good to others. That's a nice God. But that God doesn't exist. That's our way of keeping God close, but not too close. We don't want him to be that close. We want a God who makes me happy. Like a really nice grandpa. We don't want him telling us that we're sinners or that we need to repent. That's just a little bit too close. And so just like Adam and Eve, we pretend that we can hide from him. Oh, I'll run over into the trees. God will never find me. It's not the way God works. Christmas is about God coming to find us. Just like he did in the Garden of Eden, only this time he came in a way that he would be closer to us than he had ever been before. He came as a baby boy, so entirely close to us that he came in our flesh and blood. We think of Christmas as a story about all kinds of people seeking the baby, all kinds of people trying to find him. In fact, you'll even hear the slogan, wise men still seek him. Well, that's kind of true. The shepherds, the wise men, King Herod, they all wanted to find him. But that's not the real story. The real story that God was coming to find you and me. He was coming to be up close and personal like a little baby. Now, I know that's going to ruffle our Christmas feathers today. I know it ruffles mine. Because when God gets up close and personal, it's embarrassing. It's humbly. You mean God knows all of my thoughts? Even those deep, hidden secrets in my heart? You mean he isn't fooled by my facade that, that we show to everyone else? No, he's not. He wants to find you and me just as we are. So guess who's coming to Christmas dinner today? Revelation chapter 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him, and he with me. Jesus is standing at our Christmas door, just like in the commercial standing at the door of Grandma's house with the fancy wreath on the door. Jesus is standing at the door of your heart this Christmas wanting to come in. 
He came all the way from heaven for you. He came as a little baby boy in Bethlehem some 2,000 years ago. He came on the cross to suffer and die for your sins and mine. He's now standing at our door and he does this all the time. He's knocking on your door with his word and many times I know I want to say with that word, go away Jesus, I'm busy doing what I'm doing right now. Come back another time. Close, but not too close, right? There's another verse about knocking on the door that we may not like. Jesus says if we come knocking on his door when it's too late, we will hear him say, I don't know you. Christmas is God knocking on our door, getting up close and personal. He wants to be near you and me. He wants his word to enter into our ears because where the word enters, the Holy Spirit comes into the heart and enlivens faith. You can't get much closer than whispering in somebody's ear. Jesus wants to come into our ears so that he can give us clean hearts and a right spirit. God wants us to be so near to us that he places his very body and blood in our mouths under bread and wine to enter into us and forgive our sins. He wants us to depart this place in peace with the words of Jesus I am with you always, even to the end of the age. God up close and personal when everything is going well and when everything is going not so well. God up close with you in joy and God up close to you in sadness. God with you at the beginning of your life in the birthing room and God with you when you take your last breath. God up close when you are strong and God up close when you are weak. God up close to you when you're confused and God with you when you think that you know. God up close when he seems a million miles away. God with you up close when you have much and God with you when you have little. God up close with you in danger and God up close with you in ease. God with you up close in times of blessing and God in time with you in up close in times of adversity. Take away the gifts, the trees, the family, the joy, the lights, and the cards and you still have God up close. Not to scold you but to save you. Not to teach us about life but to give us life. Not to demand from us, but to give from us, to give himself. That meant something for Mary, who was going to be his mother. And it meant something for Joseph, his father. Their lives changed forever. And it means something for you too, your life. We can keep running away. We do that sometimes, don't we? And we can say, not too close, God. Or we can open the doors of our hearts and say, come in, Jesus. Thank you for finding me. Thank you for being born for me. Please forgive my sins. Please give me your spirit that I may live with you close always, forever. Too close? There's no such thing with Jesus. Keep him always close with his word and forgiveness as your constant companion. I suspect you'll need it in this journey called life. Let us pray. Ah, dearest Jesus, holy child, make thee a bed soft undefiled. 
within my heart that it may be a quiet chamber kept for thee. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Amen.